Hey everyone, it's Tom. We've got a cool little game you can play if you go over to our website, www.talkaroundriad.com. It's a survey pitting two random Wheel of Time characters against each other and asking you to vote which character is more of a main character in the books. The combinations are nearly endless, so keep voting as much as you'd like. We'll reveal the final results in a special episode soon. Remember, vote early, vote often. Robert Jordan's new book is coming out in a couple weeks, right. two his weeks. New, his new first book. The Warriors of Al- Altai. Yeah. I, how? How? It's something he wrote before he died that it was never published. No, it was the first book he wrote that was never published. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. And so, like, apparently, I haven't seen it, but I heard the map in the book is very close to uh, oh. Ranland. Ranland, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, yeah, it's supposed to come out uh, October 8th, I believe. It's going to be coming out. The woman who does the art, there's going to be chapter icons, and the woman who did the art for the chapter icons for Wheel of Time is do, doing the chapter icon, or did the chapter icons for this book as oh, well. Oh, cool. I saw some pictures of the chapter icons. They look pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool stuff. I have to, go, have to buy that. Welcome to Talk Around Riyadh, the Wheel of Time showcast, the podcast where we talk about everything Wheel of Time as it pertains to the upcoming Amazon Prime television show. It's the adaptation of Robert Jordan's epic fantasy series, The Wheel of Time. I'm your host, Joe Perry, and I'm here with my co-host, Jen Isgro. How are you doing today, Jen? Hey, Joe. I'm doing good. Good, good. Tom, how are you doing? Tom Kokoza is our co-host. I am uh, suffused with energy as if I have embraced the true source, Joe. <laughs> I like that. I like the sound of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a little bit of news from last week's episode, a very little bit of news. You know, we've been grasping at straws until the next Wheel of Time Wednesday. Uh, Rafe Judkins today did post a set photo to his Twitter account, but it's not what you think. Uh, most of you have probably seen it already. It is a picture of a goat or a ram. I'm not even sure if it's, it's a, a goat sheep. or if it's a... It's I think it's supposed to be a sheep. It's supposed to be a very... Horn sheep. A very horned sheep. A it's very multiple, horny sheep. Multiple sets of horns. Did it? I did not notice that. Yeah. So, but he did caption it, and the caption I think is the more intriguing part. What he said that he's he can't believe that he's in Emmons Field with Lan Moraine and Egwene, and it's like a dream come true. So we do get some hints there that they're filming scenes from Emmons Field, and that Lan Moraine and Egwene are in those. So it kind of led me to wonder, where's Tam, where's Payton Fane, and where's Tom? Are they Have they been cast already? We don't know about it. Are they cutting them, or are they just not filming those scenes yet? So do you guys have any opinions on that? I don't know. Maybe, now I'm thinking, maybe he just likes those characters the best, and uh, that's why he mentioned them. Maybe he's just trying to mess with us. So we're going to be like, where's everybody else? It doesn't seem like he's just, it seemed like he just happened to mention those names. I don't know if he's leaving anybody out on purpose, but... We'll have to see. What about you, Tom? I'm not sure. I think it's interesting the way he says it. I'm looking at the tweet right now. I have to always have to try and remember and remind myself how lucky I am that I get to walk through Eamon's Field with Moraine and Lan and Egwene and Trollocs and Sheep. So, oh, I forgot about the Trollocs, yeah. Yeah, this is the intriguing thing to me. It's the first confirmation, I think, that Trollocs are definitively in the show, right? We'll get to see how they look. But then he doubles down and says that you're only going to get lame set photos from him. Nothing nothing of import or interest. Like this sheep that's got four horns 
It's crazy. <laughs> maybe it's really a Trolloc sheep. I was just going to say, maybe that's a Trolloc. He doesn't ne- necessarily... I don't know. It looks very sheep-like sheep. other than other than the horns. Looks <laughs> 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 like normal, you know, sheep-ish. I'm sure there are people, like, analyzing the background information here. There's, there is another animal in the back... I believe it's another sheep. Looks like the same kind of sheep. And then there's like a wooden pose. I'm sure that that our experts over at uh, Wheel of Time IT are uh, analyzing this photo for any any particular details, trying to carbon date the straw Isolate on the floor, whatever. One this corner be. of the picture and blow it up. Yeah, that's how you know we're fans. We're here talking about a picture of a sheep. <laughs> that's all we have. Well, we got we're, Wheel of Time Wednesday is coming up very soon. By the time we this episode drops, it'll probably be the day after. So on our next episode, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to talk about with regard to news. Yeah. So for this episode, we decided that we were going to talk about some of the characters that haven't been cast yet. We picked 10 of like the bigger characters and we decided to jot down who we each think would be cast in that role and kind of go through them and compare them and, you know, compliment each other, make fun of each other, or just plain harass each other with our ridiculous picks because i have to admit it, it was a little tough for me i'm not good at this kind of thing and i did spend some time last night with this and it was very tough and some of them were a little ridiculous excellent i just yeah. want to clarify like i was not under the impression that we were gonna be picking people we thought were actually gonna get cast oh no not at all i thought we were uh i mean i'd love for all these people to get cast but i don't think that that's if, gonna necessarily what if happen somebody actually picks somebody that ends up getting cast i feel like we should win some kind of a prize yes i agree <laughs> all right we'll have to talk about that offline i think that's a good idea though yeah um, i i do have some of the some of them are people who could actually be cast especially the younger characters i looked up a lot of like younger up-and-coming actors and actresses who've been in some stuff but are not like big okay some of them are just yeah. like bigger actors who are know. never going to do this you never know well, okay i like the confidence Yes. So the, so the way this game's going to work, ladies and gentlemen, is that I um, have the description of the character. So I'll read the description of the character and then we'll go one by one on each pick okay. that we have and then ridicule each other. Sounds great. Okay. So first off, we have Loghain Ablar. So he is described as being a handsome man who is short of his middle years. And I'd like just like to point out that short of his middle years in Wheel of Time talk means he's about 27 or 28 years old, I believe. Um, <laughs> he is tall and has broad shoulders and an arrogant face. An arrogant face. Yeah, that's according to Eye of the World, Chapter 39 and Winter's Heart Prologue. Okay. Uh, he has long, dark, curly hair that reaches his shoulders. He's a big man, though not as big as Randall Thor. Let's do ladies first, Jen. So who do you have down so, for your low, low gain? I kind of like half dreamcasted it when I was reading it, probably like 15 years ago. And many of the people that I dreamcasted it in are probably too old at the time and definitely are too old now. So I don't know why. But originally, I had in my head Hugh Jackman for Logan. I'm not sure why. Maybe I'm looking at it right now, maybe because I was thinking it was Logan. I don't know. But as I'm reading on paper, I'm like, wait, I don't know why. But now I, this one, I didn't really, I couldn't really get a good guy for this. But I put down Liam Hemsworth because oh. I feel like he's good looking, but he's not as good looking. He's not as good as his brother. So, and I think he's like a handsome face. He's got like, I don't know. I think he might be able to do That's, it. I think he'd be that good. is intriguing. So I, I was looking at the Hemsworth brothers last night. I, I was hoping that we could have used them for Gowan and Galad, but they're just too old. <laughs> uh, they're way, yeah, they're way too old. About ten years yeah. ago, we probably could have done that. 
I know. All right. That's a pretty good pick, though. I like Liam Hemsworth. All right. So I went a little uh, perhaps off the, the beaten path here. I don't know if a guy's got the height, and I don't think he's necessarily been cast as such before, but I think he can do the job very well. I picked Dev Patel. The actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm also trying to embrace the the spirit of multiculturalism that the show is trying to, you know, represent. And so, there's nothing that I remember that explicitly said Logan is a white dude. And I do think that Dev Patel has, I think he has the face, the hair for the part. I think he's got, he can have that kind of regal, you know, not broken, bent but not broken kind of vibe about him. Yeah. I, I think it would be fun to have him play a, a more he doesn't necessarily always play people who are necessarily like a strong person, yeah. You know, physically, but I think it'd be fun to kind of see him do that. He's tall. Though. He's not tall, but he's. he's I think short. he's like fairly tall, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, I don't think he's short, but I, I mean, he doesn't necessarily strike me as a broad-shouldered guy. But you can always, you know, hit hit the steroids. That's true. Get it going. Well, one other thing too that you mentioned about, you know with the pick and about Logan being white. I think there is a reference to that. He's darker than most Geldenen, which I don't know what that means. Cause I have no idea how dark Geldenen people are. Yeah. I tried to look up some <laughs> there of you the go. background of the people, but I couldn't figure out like what country that's supposed to be. So yeah, that's a good pick. I like that actually a lot. Yeah. All right. Mine, well. I, I had a really tough time with him. So I kind of just threw somebody out there when I was just searching for people and I put Nicholas Holt. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't have him yeah. on the list, but I was looking I was looking him over for stuff. So for people who don't know who he is, he played Beast in the newer X-Men movies. He was in the Mad Max oh, yeah. Fury oh, Road. Right. He was he was Wait. also in The Favorite as well that was came out last year, I think. It was a yeah. newer movie that came out last year. Did you just play Tolkien? Tolkien movie too? Was that him? Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't see that. I think so. Oh, that'd Good be actor. interesting. Good actor. Yeah, I don't think he'll. I think he's a little bit too big of a name, though, to do something like this. So he's the titular boy in About a Boy. Oh yeah. Back oh, there you go. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Back in the day. So far, so good. Nothing too ridiculous. I think we all had pretty good guesses there. All right. All right. So I'm gonna get into the second one. Payton Fane, our favorite psychotic, evil, twisted man. <laughs> so he's described as. He's actually very little description of him that I could find. He's described as a pale, skinny, um, has gangly arms and a massive beak of the nose. Oh, I have a good one for this. And he's originally from Lugard <laughs> by his accent. I want to go first because I did post on the Twitter account uh, replying to somebody else's choice for Payton Fane, and I put who I thought should be him. So I'm going to go first because some people might know. Okay. My first choice was David Tennant. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. For Doctor right. Who, Jessica Jones, and he was right. in Harry Potter. I think he play, he's kind of gets that like kind of crazy evil guy yeah. down and he's kind of got the similar build as I picture him, but he doesn't have the massive beak of a nose, but whatever. That's fine. Can I do my uh, Jen, you want to go next? I got a good one. Ready? Yeah. Ready, ready, ready. Yes. yes. Adrian Brody. Ah, <laughs> I thought of Adrian Brody. Brody. <laughs> I, he was the, actually the first guy that came to my mind, Jen, but I was like, I don't want to see him. Well, you're not Payton actually Payton. casting it. It's okay. I know. He has a massive beak of a nose. <laughs> He has a massive beak of a nose. He does. Oh, boy. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this is my cheapest pick, I feel, of all the picks that I had. Being Pat and Fane has a lot of similarities, but I picked Andy Serkis. I think that Andy Serkis can play every part of Pat and Fane's multiple insane That's a good one. personalities and, and things of that nature. And he is very Gollum-esque, especially early on. Yeah. But that's why he doesn't necessarily look like the description of Patton Fane at all, but I yeah. think for an actor of his caliber, it doesn't matter. 
Yeah, I think that's a good pick too. I think a lot of people with thought of Andy Circus too, it's doing something yeah. like that. I do have a runner-up character that I just want to mention here. Go ahead. I was my wife was helping me do this. Who my wife who had does who's never read any of the books, so it was kind of fun <laughs> last night. Excellent. Reading her these descriptions and asking, you know, getting her opinion on it. So she had come up with Matt Ross. You guys know if you if you watch Silicon Valley, he plays Gavin Belson. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Not bad. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, he was in American Psycho back in the day. He was in some other movie too that she I can't remember what it was, but she was telling me about that he would play like an evil guy and that's what made her think of him. This is not as ridiculous as I thought it was going to be, so we're kind of disappointing people. This is kind of serious. No, we'll, we'll get. The, it won't be ridiculous, but we'll get people that are definitely not a chance in hell of okay. actually being on the show. With that, I'd like to go next with the uh, with our next pick, and not only because we share a name, but that's who was next on my list. So Tom Marilyn. So Tom, well, you can go first, but let me just give the description. Yeah. Again, it's so weird. When I think of Wheel of Time, I think of all the descriptions that Robert Jordan goes into detail with. But it's it doesn't seem like there's so much description about the characters themselves, like their right. their appearances. There's a lot more, I guess, on clothing and places. So what I have for Tom is Tom is an older man with white hair and mustaches. His eyes are blue, and he is tall despite a stoop. Yep, that's what I have. That's what we have. Very big, tall, white hair, mustaches, blue eyes. I think they they do mention a few times he's got very like bright blue eyes. Yes, which I ignored in my cast. <laughs> okay. What I wanted out of this is a per, is an actor who can play Tom Merrillet, who can be realistically the greatest gleeman in the world, someone who is a court bard, someone who can be a master spy and, and also tell stories and enrapture people. So I wanted to find someone who can basically excel at any type of acting performance necessary. I'm worried you're going to pick the same one and, I picked. And was a master, I think, showman, and I picked Kevin Klein. Oh, okay, good. You didn't. I picked that's a good Kevin one, Klein. That's good. And then I picked it, and it, this was one of the hardest one. And I picked it, and I went, "That's actually absolutely perfect." And it's a shame that they're never going to get it. There's not a chance <laughs> in hell. That's a good one. I think I remember back in the day, people on like the fan sites, people thinking uh, of Kevin Klein right. as him. Um, I, I think he could do every piece of it, and I think that it's not. I mean, he's significantly older, but I don't think it's totally unrealistic or icky to have him and him as a as a love interest. You know? Yeah. So, so that's my pick for Tom Maryland. I like that. That's a good one. Beat Jen? that! I'm gonna beat it right now. <laughs> Try I'm to beat gonna. that. Ooh. Okay. I had this guy for Tam. Oh, I think he could play Tam, too. But then I was looking at pictures of him, and it just jumped right out at me. Kurt Russell. <laughs> oh, my God. He's my favorite. I know. That's why I said you guys were going to oh love it. Oh, my God. Right? I just saw a picture of him I with, like, a long it. beard and mustache. I was like, oh, my God. Dye those white, and he could absolutely be Tom. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. I thought of him for Tam, too, Jen. I considered yeah. putting him for Tam as well. He did play Elvis, so we know he's got the showmanship to do it. That's true. And he played Santa Claus. To play Santa Claus, unbelievable Santa. <laughs> uh, Kurt Russell is like one of my favorite actors of all time, so I love this pick. He's got the blue eyes. He's got the blue eyes. Yeah, too. he's like handsome, still handsome, even when he's old. Like he could carry. I just feel like he could enrapture people, like you said. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm picturing him now. I'm picturing Kurt Russell talking, delivering Tom Marilyn lines. <laughs> In his, you know, you know, Tango and Cash, Jack Burton, you know, lingo. With, he he oh has experience God. throwing knives. He does have experience throwing knives. Oh, my gosh. Jen, you're right. It's better than my pick. 
<laughs> we could. I think we need to post. We need to find a gif of uh, him throwing <laughs> knives and post that. <laughs> oh wow, that's a good one. You guys, these guys are coming up with some great ones. All right, all right. So for years and years and years, the Wheel of Time fan community has always pictured Sam Elliott as Tom Marilyn. Right? He's got that perfect. He is Tom Marilyn. I imagine that's what Robert Jordan was looking at when he when right. he uh, you know described him. But he's way too old. So I picked somebody who I think can pull that off. Um, he's younger, obviously, but he's a. He, I think he's a too big of a name, but he's not really doing anything now. So my pick was Hugh Laurie. Ooh, that's right, House. Yeah, I like he's a that. big actor, but he's not really doing much lately, you know. So I could see him doing it. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, could see that. He's like one of the few British actors that didn't make it into uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, or Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so he's got that going for him. Right. So yeah. Oh, so that was good. my yeah. All right, so that was, yeah, so it's good. We, we haven't even overlapped yet, so that's interesting. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to our next one. So I have on my list Loyal. Okay. Okay, so Loyal is described as just over 90 years old, which is young for an ogre, or ogre, however you want to pronounce it. Um, he is almost 10 feet tall with a nose as broad as his face, eyebrows that hang down like tails. Pale eyes as large as teacups, pointed ears, a shaggy mane of black hair, and a voice as deep as a drum. He wears wide-toed, knee-high boots, baggy trousers, and a coat that buttons from the neck to the waist, flaring out to his boot tops. So this is a tough one because, one, we're not sure that he's going to be in the show. If he is, is it going to be CGI? Is it going to be makeup? We're not really sure what's going to happen there. So I guess the actual, the physical appearance isn't really as, as important so much as the character. Mm. Jen, do you want to go first? This is a ridiculous one. I don't I don't know. I just feel it. And are you guys casting young people though? Cuz this guy's older. I'm casting well, I want to I don't want right, to reveal right. yet. I'm sorry. My guy's not old. He's pretty fairly young. All he's right, not I'm like young say, young, but I'm just going to say it. I want to give him a chance. Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like lending itself well That's... to the makeup, and he's tall already. I don't know. It just popped in my head, and I'm, I want to give him a shot at some dramatic act. But he's done dramatic stuff, <laughs> right? Yes, he, he has. has I, wanna... dra- I, I could not. You're gonna give me <laughs> 500 guesses. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. I'm like not. <laughs> Thank you, Jed. <laughs> it's funny that you picked him because I didn't pick this person. But Seth Rogen did pop into my head <laughs> a couple of times as somebody who I think has like a, like a childish enthusiasm that Loyal has from time to time. But I didn't go that route. What route did you go, Tom? All right, so I'm going to tell you my actual real dream casting, and then I'll tell you the actor that I picked. So from the first time I read the first book, the first time I saw Loyal, through when I just finished a reread a day ago of The Eye of the World, there was only one voice in my head for Loyal, and that is Brendan Johnston. Right? Brendan Johnston <laughs> is my best, my best friend. He's close to 6'5", and he's got a deep, rumbly bass voice. He's a, he's a writer by heart, 
you know. He, ca- he carries a book around with him at all times. Exactly. And I feel like for most, with the exception of the enthusiasm, for most loyal character traits, he's an exact match. And he is legitimately, in my dreams, who gets cast in that role. Now, Brendan <laughs> is not a professional actor and does not, I think, want to be by any stretch of the imagination. So he's not going to get cast. So I went back and I tried to find somebody else. So... I tried really, really hard not to tap into any of the MCU in casting any of these roles uh, because I love those movies and whatever. But I picked I did go there for here and I picked Jacob Batalon, who who plays Spider-Man's best friend, Ned, in uh, the Spider-Man movies as loyal. I think he's got a he's got the right voice for it. He's got the right enthusiasm for it. And I pictured this as a completely vocal part. He does not uh, have any of the physicality for it. He's like a little round dude, but I mean, he's probably not that little. He seems little on on, on the screen, but I think he's got the right vibe for the part. But really, it's Brendan. Oh, I wish I'd have to look him up. I don't sure who he is. I haven't seen those movies yet. They're they're good. What's, what's his name again? I'm gonna look him up right Jacob now. Jacob Batalon. I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, it does. I mean, he's an Asian. Oh guy, yeah, I see this guy. But he's got the right. He's got the right. I think uh, presence for he's, the part. He's Hawaiian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I went a little more serious pick for this. I, this was like the last character that I would pick. I literally did this right before we recorded because I could not think of anybody because it's I'm bad at this. So I somebody popped into my head because I had recently watched. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. It's like a superhero type. A series based off of graphic novels, I think. It was actually really good. I recommend watching it. Okay. So the cat the guy who plays Luther, his name's Tom Hopper. Okay. He plays Luther, but he's also in Game of Thrones. He plays Dick and Tarly. Oh, okay. Yes. Awesome. The reason he popped into my head was because in the Umbrella Academy, he's a big the guy's a big guy to begin with, but he's got like this big barrel chest he's like upper body is that of a beast so it just made right, me think right. of him that's why i picked him okay okay and he's cool. yeah he's younger i'm not sure how old he's in he's probably in his late 20s or something like that i'm not sure maybe early 30s but it wasn't an exciting pick i kind of well, fell short after your two guys great picks yeah. <laughs> jeez oh boy oh boy oh boy he has enthusiasm All right. yep he does no he's got he's got enthusiasm <laughs> He does. The picture like Elf playing Loyal. Right, right. Yeah. Like tone down Elf a little, and then you get Loyal. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at the pick. I'm laughing at my reaction to the pick, <laughs> which is I was completely flabbergasted. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So okay. So my picks. We're, we've come to the conclusion that my picks are really kind of boring picks, and you guys got the really fun, exciting picks. Well, so I'll you, go. You're... No, no, I was just going to say it. <laughs> so, uh, you have time, man. You have time. All right. So the next person I have on the list is Min, Elmindreda Farshaw, right? So okay. Min prefers to dress as a tomboy, dressing her slender form in breeches and shirts rather than dresses. We barely get any description of her. She's a little taller than Moraine with short brown hair and large dark eyes. Pretty vague. We know she's small, slender, short hair, and big dark eyes. That's basically the, the description we get from her. All right, so I'm going to go first. When I saw this actress, when I was looking for people, I thought she was perfect for it. You're probably not going to know who the hell this actress is, but if I mention what she was in, you might remember her. Her name is Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, I know she is. She was in that movie, The Witch. Yeah. Do you guys know that movie, The Witch? She was also in Split and Glass. Oh, okay. I saw Split. She's Okay, so look her up. She's very distinguished, distinctive looking. She's got these 
big brown eyes. She's pretty, dark hair, big brown eyes. I When I saw the picture of her, I was like, oh my god, this is men. Oh, yeah, okay. And she's someone I think could realistically be cast as her. Because she's in movies, but she's not like a big actress. So I'm throwing it out there. Maybe I'll have to toss that out to Rafe. Or the um, the casting director. I can't remember what her name is, but I'll tweet her. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Tom. All right. So I didn't know that we we're going to do these back to back, but I had a. So again, if there was a second, this is the other one that I have two people for because again, reading these books from the get go through now, I picture one person, and that is our co-host Jen Isgro as <laughs> Min. That's just a hundred percent who I picture. I think she, everything she says, her whole personality, I think is exactly like Jen. But again, now Jen, I think would take the part if it were offered to her. Absolutely. But it's hard to move the family to Prague. So in I'm case already she... in Prague. <gasps> no, no, I'm not. I'm instantly. Oh, yeah. No, it's the same. Um, so it's the Prague of New York City. <laughs> so, with that, this was this was very hard for me to do because I could not get past that block. I'm like, if I could go back in time and get Christina Ricci from around, which she made yeah. like Prozac Nation, I think she would be a great cast. But that again was you know 20 years ago. So I'm not sure if she's a little too old for the part. I'm not sure how actually how old she is. But I think that she can play the part well. There's an actress named Amy Shields uh, who has not been prominent in anything. She's on a show called The Detour right now, which I don't watch. But she's also – she was in uh, Twin Peaks The Return as Candy, the the lead of the three Vegas showgirl people that kind of hang out with the, yes. the, the Mitchum brothers. I remember her, and, yes. Yeah, and I think that she has blonde hair in that uh, show. I don't think she's a natural blonde. I think that she could play the part very well. And uh, she is who I would cast if Jen was not available. All right. I'm looking yeah. up pictures of her, and I could see her as men. You're right. She doesn't yeah. look like she's – all her pictures are blonde, but she can you can tell she's not a natural blonde. She's got that blonde hair with the brown eyebrows things, which annoys the hell yeah. out of me. Um, <laughs> okay. I have a couple of picks for this. My original pick, who I always say would play me in a movie if I was – they made a movie of my life, was Ellen Page. Okay. Oh, Yeah. Kind of old right now, I think, to do this. Another pick I had, who I think actually is too young, was Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. Oh, she's only 15. Okay. I, I actually like that. thought she was older than 15. She's only 15, so I don't know if they would do that. Yeah. Probably, Min is probably like 20 or something, I guess. Yeah, she's, she's a little older than Rand. Yeah, yeah, she's like 23, 24, yeah. I think. So then I just threw somebody in there because I like her. I don't think she actually looks anything like Min, but... Sorsha Ronan. Yes, oh, wow. I saw her too, and I didn't realize how young she is because she's been around for so long. Yeah. I feel like she has a, a good look. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she doesn't have brown eyes, but I mean, contacts and a wig, I think she has a good look oh, for yeah. it. That is a good This is, a, I literally never seen this actress in anything but like a Liberty Mutual commercial, but I really, really like this Liberty Mutual commercial. It's like from years ago, and I liked it so much that I found out who the actress was, and she did like some shows on Broadway and whatnot. Her name is Midori Francis. And she was my third pick for this, but I really didn't feel comfortable throwing it out there because I've never seen her act other than, other than the commercial where like, I don't even remember. It's like, there's something about Chad. Like they had a car and it was Chad. You love Chad. That's, that's my third pick for men. And I think that also helps with the, uh, the, the multiculturalism. Midori Francis, there's a shout out to you. All right. All right. Good picks. I'm liking this. We got some good, good picks going here. All right. So. We're about halfway through here. We're about to get to our Camelin crowd. So the first person I have for this group is Elaine. 
Um, this was a tough one, too, because of her description. And you'll see. Uh, Elaine is tall for a woman and very beautiful. Her face is perfect oval framed by a mass of sunburst curls. Her lips are full and red. Her eyes are bluer than Rand can believe. They are like sapphires. Her skin is smoother than finest silk. She has a straight back with supple and long limbs. That's a tough one. You have to find someone. She's. They always describe her as super beautiful. Right. I have a pretty good one, I think. All right, so you go I first. Do too. I have two people down here. All right, yeah, I have an, my old one who's who I looked up and actually wrote down that she's 40 years old, was Alison Lohman, who I always thought was really pretty. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you know who that is? She was in yeah. Matchstick Man and White Old Leader. Yes, yes, yes. But, yeah, she's 40. Yeah. So, sorry, Alice. She's the, She always she's played been... younger characters. Yeah. Because she yeah. looks so young. Right. She like Was she young Jessica Lange and uh, Big Fish, too? I don't know. Uh, she's, I, I know who so, you mean, though. Because I don't remember that movie yeah. too much, but I think she was in that. But my real pick is Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Oh, wow. wow. That's a good one. Is How old is wow. Margot Robbie? She's 29, but uh, I think I don't think that's... I mean, they're not going to... They always cast people that are a little older, I feel like, so I don't think that's too old. Oh, wow. Yeah, Margot Robbie. That's a good idea. That's cool. Wow. Wow. That's a good one, Jen. I like that. Bam. <laughs> Who's next? All right. Mine are much more underwhelming, so I'll go next. <laughs> So I have two picks. So my first pick was Elle Fanning. I yeah, I like right. her. Okay. I like her too. Yeah, I think she's got she could play she's got the lips, she's yeah. got the I don't know, does she have blue eyes? I'm not even sure. Yeah, she's matter. got the blonde hair, she's very no. pretty, she's tallish. She's actually very tall. She's five nine. She she oh, was wow. in Malefic- Maleficent. She played a princess, I believe, in that already. So she kind of has that under her belt. Yeah, she's sleeping, sleeping beauty. Yes, in that, in that. she's never going to do this show. But there's my that was my you first. Never pick. know. Okay. I never know. I know this is we call it dream casting. My other pick was a little bit more realistic. Her name is Willow Shields. She was in the Hunger Games. Oh, which girl? She played Primrose. Oh, okay. The sister, her, yeah, yeah, which was yeah. Jennifer Lawrence's little sister. Right. Yeah. So she's a bit younger. She's actually only 19 years old. So, but Elaine's, I think, like 16 or 17, right? Is she? Yeah, right? I, don't know. I think she's like 17. I think she's like 17. I think she's yeah. like 17. Yeah. So, so I think she's the right age, too, definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so yeah, I kind of went for more picturing of who the actor was, but okay. So, yeah, there's my underwhelming <laughs> picks. All right, so uh, I picked uh, I poached from another show with young, attractive people on it because I think this girl would be perfect. Lily Reinhardt, who plays Betty oh, okay. on uh, on Riverdale, I think she is exactly the part. So okay. that that was my pick for. Oh for, wow! Uh, yeah, I'm looking her up. You're right; she does look like she'd yeah. be perfect. Although she doesn't have the blue eyes, but that's okay. I'll give her that. No. Yeah. yeah. All right, I like that eye color. I'm never worried about. I think it's. Uh, it's spot on. Yeah. And she's 23, which is of the age of with everybody else. And that's yeah, that's, the that's a fine age. That's a fine age. All right. Good pick, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> a fine age. Like a fine wine. It's a fine age. Lily Reinhardt. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like that. Oh, we got some good picks here. The next person on our Camelin crew is Galad. Okay. So Galad is a young man and very handsome, nearly too handsome for being masculine. He is slender and tall, with movements speaking of whipcord strength and confidence. His eyes are dark, as is his hair, and he wears his clothes as if he doesn't care about them. His hands are long and elegant, yet strong. The lad moves with cat-like grace. He's got the best description so far. <laughs> yeah. 
He's yeah, too he's like handsome. preternaturally. He's nearly too handsome for being masculine. So it almost like he's got, I guess, a little bit of feminine, you know. But who's thinking that? Is it a dig? Or is that like a description from an encyclopedia? This is, I think, a description from the eye of the world when he first appears. So this is, I guess, Jordan's description of him. Unless it's, I mean, Rand, it's from Rand's perspective, right, this chapter. Yeah. So, so maybe it's it Rand, like, maybe Rand is in love with Galahad. No, maybe he's like, well, he's he's like too handsome. He kind of looks a like a girl. Brother, like, man. That's what it kind of sounds like. I mean, I guess he's good looking, but he also kind of sounds, kind of looks like a girl. Well, I think they want to say he's like a pretty boy. Right. Yeah. Yes. He he's not beautiful. like a rugged, masculine, yeah. handsome. He's more of like a pretty handsome. Yeah. He's, he's a young Mark Hamill, not a young Harrison Ford. Okay. I hope that's not who you. That pick, regard, I hope that's not right? who you pick to play him. Yes, yes. I picked, I picked old Mark. I Hamill. like Mark Hamill, but I never thought he was handsome. It, it was All probably right. the haircut. I don't know. Could have been the whining yes. and the haircut. Probably yeah. did it. Did, did, did it do it for you? Okay, right. Tom, go no, ahead, Tom. No. So I am picking somebody that you both already said is way too old for any part in this, and you mentioned him specifically. So I'm embarrassed, but I'm picking him anyway. Liam Hensworth. Okay. Yeah, I think that with the exception of, you know, the fact that he is older than we would like, I guess, the parent to be, uh, that he matches the description fairly well. I think that Liam Hemsworth can be believably cast as the most handsome man in the okay. land. Okay. He's not um, too old. He's he's and, 29, and Galad's like... No, Galad's older yeah, than everybody else. he's like 25, else. right? Isn't he or something like that? So he's yeah. not too old. I don't think he's too yeah. old. I think he'd have to clean up his face, like clean shaving his face up. Make him look a little younger. That's All a good right. one. I like that. Okay. okay. So I'm going to go here. This guy, you you might not know who he is, but Google him and he is glad. All right. Ezra Miller. Perks Ezra Miller. Wallflower, yeah. Batman versus Superman. Fantastic yeah. Beasts. Ezra Miller. Yeah? You think he's good looking? He's incredibly oh. handsome, Tom. Oh. You must have been in the casting for, oh God, I'm dropping his name. Laura Stark. Do you think Adam Driver is also a good-looking man? So don't look at the pictures of him with, like, long, curly hair. I don't like any of the pictures. I've seen Ezra Miller in, like, 15 yeah, movies. Like okay. That. I don't like All right. Sorry, Ezra. Just... He's got that pretty, <laughs> he's got that pretty, pretty he very, face. Yes. He's very, like, yes, he has a pretty face. Kind of... but I, don't, I don't know. Um, he is, and he is very, um, yeah, he looks like he could be the half-brother of Josh Ostrodowski, too. He does. He does look like he can be related. And he does. He has like a he. I, I don't know if he's bisexual or, or, or not, but he definitely dresses uh, in a way that uh, you know crosses like traditional male female boundaries of fashion. So he does have that almost feminine quality about uh, his you know outward behavior, I guess, or in in you know in terms of the red carpet and whatnot. I just uh, he identifies as queer. Oh, there you, you go. Yeah, I just uh, he is probably my favorite part of Justice League. There you go. I felt like I was very negative about you picking him, and I feel bad about that because I like Ezra Miller. I think he's a good actor. You just don't uh, picture him as Kalad. I don't think I've seen him in anything. I, I just, yeah, I didn't. Movies. I just didn't picture him as handsome. Oh wait, I did see him in an episode of Law and Order: Special Victims. Unit. <laughs> well, I'm on that, that that girl was not the girl that I thought she was. She was not in Law and Order. That was a. Oh, don't worry, Jen. I'll I'll, I'll edit that out of the podcast. Edit. I've been in, I've been wrong for a long time. No, I'm not going to edit that. But out. this kid was on Law and Order: Special Victims Unit. Shit all over my pick. Okay, so after you guys, I hope your I hope your pick is better than Ezra. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh. <laughs> good night, everybody. I win. I have a good. Well, I, I want to pick Jude Law, but I can't. <laughs> okay. So that's my that was my original pick, but I got a guy I think he has some uh, experience in playing a, r- a very handsome character. 
So I'm going to go with it. I, I'm not a particular, like, I don't really love the way he looks, but he's definitely good looking. Robert Pattinson. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly that is exactly what I think they mean by he's almost feminine. He's too handsome. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never, I'm not like a, you know, I'm not like a Twilight fan. I never really, not really like a big fan of him. I think he's good. And I think he's definitely handsome, though. When you look at his face, he's got, like, very defined features. All right. Yeah. yeah. That's a good All one. Right. I like that. I think, yeah, definitely. I, I agree with that one. Best place. All right. Good job. I like him. All right. I'm Googling him yeah. look again. <laughs> Make sure. Yes. Does he have hands that are long and elegant yet strong? Um, I'm sure he does in Twilight. I don't know. All right. They were going to make the actors do a grip test. Uh, <laughs> so next up is the final per Camelin crew, the last trickhand. I just learned that that's how it was pronounced. I used to say trackhand. Okay. Gowan. All right. So mm. Gowan and Elaine look very much alike. So we can just kind of take Elaine's uh, description and kind of masculinize it, if that's a word. Um, they share the same oval face and reddish gold hair. He's approximately a head taller than his sister. And Elaine's supposed to be tall for a, a female. So she's, I guess, a little bit above average height. So he's got to be fairly tall, but not too tall. Okay. I'm not going first. Uh, I'll go first. Go ahead. This guy's not particularly tall, but I'm looking at him now. I just thought he was like, Good looking, but not crazy good looking. So I picked Logan Lerman. He's also in Percy okay. being a wallflower with, it looks like, Ezra Miller. He's I, the other one. He's in, and he's in Percy Jackson. So I thought he was, like, cute, but not, you know, not not like a galad. Okay. That one I kind of was, like, just All looking right. people up. And I didn't really have a good I like that. Him. That's right. Yeah, Percy Jackson. Yeah, he's got that face that I could dislike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm doubling down on that part of it. So, Gowan probably the least like hero in the books by everyone. I think it's pretty much a universal consensus that the guy is just a jerk. But uh, so with that, I'm doubling down on my going back to Twin Peaks: The The Return, and I'm picking Eamon Farron, who played uh, Richard Horn. The grandson of Ben Horn and the do- the son of Audrey Horn on Twin Peaks: The Return and he is terrifying in his uh, evil, but he can also be very charming. I think he's handsome. I think he's got the right look. I think he can realistically be related to the person that I've cast as Elaine. And I think he's got a very punchable face. <laughs> so that is my <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Ugh. But like the first time you see him, you're like, you're very charmed by him. And then you're like, oh, no, he's a psychopath. This guy looks like he could be one of the White Cloaks. I would cast him as like a Dane Bornholz or something like that. Okay. Or, well, Dane Bornholz becomes good, but maybe like a buyer or something like that. But that's a good one. Yeah, I see. You're right. He's got yeah. that face to dislike. Who's next? You Jen, did you go? I went. Trip you went. Joe. It's my turn. Sorry. Again, I keep losing track of you. Okay. So my pick is an awful pick. It, Excellent. It's, no, it's actually, it's it's not awful. It's just like a not exciting pick. But you Google him and you see his face and he, like him and Farron, has got the face you kind of want to hate. So... My pick is Walter Skarsgård. Who is Walter Skarsgård? He's the youngest of the Skarsgård brothers. Didn't even know he existed until Me Yes, either. there are right four. Now. There are four Skarsgård brothers. He's the fourth Skarsgård brother. Okay. He's the youngest. Look him up. He's got the face oh, of Gowan. Oh yeah, jeez. He's got the face of Gowan. Yeah. 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 Wow. He really hasn't done much acting. He's been he's in a few like, things, like nothing a really big though. Face. <laughs> yes, he's got a big forehead. Yeah. That's why you want to. That's why you want to biff no, him. No, like that's called a five biff head. from 
Back to the Future, I mean. It's got a Tannen vibe, yeah. So I just found this out recently, another sidebar, is that apparently Biff Tannen's character was kind of based on Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the second one, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, in the second one, yeah. So anyway, so yeah, this guy does got a Biff Tannen looking face, but he's got, I don't know, he looks kind of like a Gowan to me. I don't like his face. He looks like he could be annoying and make <laughs> stupid decisions and be ignorant. Walter Scott. All right. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all in. He's not busy, so he can he can do this. <laughs> All right. Unlike his older brothers. Oh. Right. Okay. Right. So we got two more. Next up is Balzaman okay. slash Ishamael. All right. This one I had a little fun with. I'll describe, I'll give the description of him first. So uh, Ishamael was not as tall as Luce there in Telamon. He appeared to be in his prime and was handsome. Ishamael had black eyes and black hair. Over time, his image changed. His mouth and eyes became caverns of flame. Whether this was the desired effect or it was caused by the extensive use of the one or true powers is not known. He often appears dressed in black with the mask covering his face. But that's obviously after the end of the Eye of the World. Right. Um, when we see him, he's got the mouth and eyes of Caverns of Flame. So um, this is another one where I imagine they're going to be going CGI a bit. So And then also there's the option of, is he going to also play more than the, the actor? So right. I'll go first with this one because I actually have some uh, actors that are too big and are probably not going to play this role. Excellent. And I have three of them. I'm going to go in order, right? I'm going to give you my first one. I'm going to give you my worst to, to best, all right? Oh, okay. My worst is Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Because he right. can play a, good one. a psycho, a pretty yes. evil psycho. Next, Hugo Weaving. Okay. Ooh, okay. Got another bad guy. Yeah. And my final and most preferred pick, Mark Strong. Okay. That? You know him. He's a bad guy in everything. He was the bad guy in... Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. He was the good guy in... Um, I'm drawing a blank. I've seen oh, Kingsman. Movie with him. Kingsman. He's a good guy. Yes. He was in the Kingsman. Yeah. He's a bad guy in Kick-Ass. Okay. Bad guy in Green Lantern by the end. He's a good guy for most of it. Spoiler alert for Green Lantern. Awful movie. I don't think I saw any of these movies, but... Yeah. Okay. He was in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay. I didn't see that one. I want to see it. Uh, the Imitation Game. That's right. He was one of the uh, MI5 guys or something like that. Oh, he was in Zero Dark Thirty as well. Is he a tinker in Tinker, Taylor, Soldier, Spy? Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Maybe he could play a tinker in this. Yes. yes. All, right, all right. Tom, what do you have up for all right. I think all of your picks were great, except that mine is better. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> it's Michael Shannon. And it's- You know- Yeah. Sorry, Joe. No, no. My wife- my, That's- My wife- Said Michael Shannon. Yeah. So I first, my first pick was actually Lee Pace, who I feel has been oh, underserved in villain roles in the, in the past. But then I realized, why not go for the gold? Michael Shannon is the best actor at intense lunacy that I've probably ever seen. Uh, and that includes, like, you know, Jack Nicholson. Like, he's just uh, he's a force of nature. And I think that you might actually be able to get him for a three-season commitment and then he's not on the show anymore. And you find a new person to play more. And... All right. I like it. Yeah. Like I said, Sarah, Sarah mentioned that. I, I brought him up and I thought he was a good choice, but I, I didn't want to put four people. <laughs> okay. All right, Jen. My first one is definitely not going to be on the show because he's way too famous. But I like him. I think he does crazy very well. Christian Bale. Ah, Ooh, yes, yes. That was Christian another one Sarah brought Bale's up. Christian if you will. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> The second guy I came up with because I just really like him, and I also think he's a good actor. He doesn't really – well, he doesn't really have to look like anything, I guess. I picked Ben Foster. 
Uh, oh. You're a big Ben Foster fan. I am, but I think he does evil pretty well, too. He does. He plays. He's a good unhinged character. Yeah. I'm a big Ben Foster fan as well, and he, if we do this again for other seasons, <laughs> he will appear for me for other seasons. I want him on <laughs> the show. be one of the other Forsaken, maybe. There, I have a lot of the other Forsaken dream cast and uh but yeah i i think he's i think he's great i think he's also he can also be a dark horse pet and fane yeah yeah that's true okay. yeah all right who else do you have jen you had more right no that was it oh that was you had two right you had your two mm-hmm. all yeah. right so we were down to our last one he's Rand's dad tam althor so his description is that he has a thick chest a broad face with sun roughened lined cheeks and hair that is only a sprinkling of black among the gray he is a head shorter than Rand. All right. Does anyone want to volunteer to go first on this one? Mine is like a no way this actor is going to play it because he's too big. Yeah. I'll go first. Go ahead. So my original is way too old now, but I just kind of thought of like a guy that was awesome, like no longer in his prime, but still can kick ass if you need him to. But my first original pick was Harrison Ford, but not at this point. He's wow. really okay. old. And then, yeah, he's yeah. like 80. Yeah. But I, I do still think Kurt Russell could do it. But my secondary pick was Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. I like Liam Neeson. That's a good one. He'd have to be a head taller than Rand. Well, whatever. <laughs> He'd have to he stand, stand on his in heels. a ditch. <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. I like that one. All right. Uh, my ridiculous <laughs> pick is Gerard Butler. Oh, okay. Okay. He's the right age. He's in his 40s. I think he's in his late 40s. He's from the UK, which I think is always helpful yeah. for these things. I think he'd be good. Yeah, maybe I went too old. I don't I think the that... 60s. I don't know why I went so old. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Tam's early late 40s, early 50s, I think. Yeah. yeah. I get the impression that Tam is an old father. Yeah, I think so too because I mean, he was he was a soldier for a long time before he found yeah. Rand. I mean, he worked his way yeah. up. So I, I figured he was right. probably closer to 30 when he came back yeah. with right. Rand. So he's probably around 50-ish. Well, I think Gerard Butler is like 48 or something like that. So Okay. I don't think that's out of the realm of possibility. Like, I know he does movies, but he does like Angel Has Fallen movies. He's not like, you know, he's, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility yeah. that the star of Geostorm. Geostorm. Okay, sorry. Um, he was, he was. Uh, I also picked him right before the show because he was the other character that I had trouble picking. It was him and Loyal. So I, I went through a few people for this as well, but I came up with one choice that I really like. I don't know if it's the best, but I really like it. So I don't know why, and I don't know if it's uh, actually in there or not. But not only do I picture Tam as like you know thick chested, but like they always say he's um, he's like a rock, you know. Like the, hmm. the like the things like like he he'll stand stone still and he'll be like a like a, a force of of uh, I don't know calm in a storm yeah which, no one can knock him down and right and then you you get to see eventually like he is a leader of men in war and he has all of that kind of stuff and I also wanted to find somebody who could fit in what we know most of the people in Evansfield look like and yet realistically have a realistically have a son that would appear to be white. Right, mm-hmm. so you want to have some. So I went with that. I was thinking about that as well. And I don't know if either of you know this actor. He played Washington and Hamilton uh, in the original cast. His name's Christopher Jackson, and I think he's perfect for the for the part. He's on the show Bull now, I think. But I think that he has the look, the solidness, and then uh, <laughs> he's terrific as Washington in that show. So he has that kind of uh, I think the gravitas. 
he could pull that that piece of it off as well. Yeah. And I think that he could realistically, he's a light enough, you know, that he could have a kid who was, you know, look white. His wife was was pale skinned. So, but yeah, but yet still, he looks more like what people from him feels look even feels uh, look like. Okay. So that is my pick for Tamal Thor. All right, I'm looking him up. He does got it. He just needs more hair. Yeah, well, yeah. They just throw a on him, though. Yeah, exactly. He does. He's got the build. He's got the mm-hmm. look. He's got a very fatherly look to him. Yeah, he does. And he's a great actor. Okay. I like it. We've got a good show going here, guys. Yeah, will any of our predictions be right? I think it's insane that we didn't double down that once. I know. I was waiting. Yeah. That is kind of crazy. Two different for two different parts, but we didn't pick the same people at all. Yeah, some of them we kind of had similar thoughts, but we didn't actually put them down. So, so that's good. I like that. That was good. We will talk offline though about if any of us get anything right because we <laughs> got to have some sort of some sort of friendly wager going on yes. with this. Yeah, definitely. Oh wow. Yeah, this was a good one. That was this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think we we probably will wind up doing these one of these for every season. Right. I think right because we're gonna have yeah. some new characters in. I think we should do an episode like this for every season. Yeah, I like it. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Um, this is Talk Around We Are, the Wheel of Time showcast. We are on Twitter at Aran Talk. That's A R A N Talk. So tweet us, follow us on Twitter. Uh, the podcast, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher. So follow us, subscribe to us, like us, rate us, give us five stars, tell us how awesome we are. Um, you can also email us at talkwhatpodcast at protonmail.com so send us your emails tell us all the things we said that were wrong <laughs> tell us all the things we said that were right feel free to uh put your own dream castings down on on our twitter feed we will read some of them out our next episode you know kind of see if you guys can do that better than us which i mean you can't but you can try <laughs> uh, and... if anyone has a better ogre than will ferrell i would like to hear it challenge challenge accepted now tom uh you're on another show i don't know if you want to talk about that show for a minute here just to get people aware of that Um, if you guys are fans of uh fantasy and role-playing fantasy you can check me and some of uh my colleagues out at audio dungeon it's a web series you know, we play D&D uh, or D&D-esque type of games. We do some other games. I write and lead a mystery game every every week. We do we air live at uh, 8.30 uh, Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and uh, on YouTube. And uh, you can find us at theaudiodungeon.com and also available for streaming at all the places where you would stream things. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. It's a group of people. We have a lot of laughs. We have a lot of intense adventure. And I think you'd enjoy it. You get to hear me be a... Elven wizard Ooh. named Findalar Lockdown. And what could be better than that? Nothing. Will Farrow as loyal. Say, that's the only thing that can be better. <laughs> oh boy. Thanks everyone for listening. We'll see you next time. Or we'll no, oh, wait, what was I supposed to say? You'll hear us next time. Yeah, got it. <laughs>